Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and as always I'm joined by Qudama. Hello. Daud. Yes. And Ali. Sup. It's been quite some time lads. Yeah, it's been a while hasn't it? Been a while, nice festive period off. Not for me. Yeah. Oh well you've been working on other content, yeah. No, not just, no, no. Covid, I missed COVID. football games as well. Missed oh, this. right, right. I was meant to go to Celtic Hibs game, which was on the 26th, but then that got postponed because the rules in Scotland got changed, and then I didn't go to the Man United uh, Newcastle game. Ah, <laughs> well, you know what else? Uh, all this time since our last recording, I think Newcastle have still only won just the one game. Like, so I wonder by the next time, hopefully, we'll start recording more regularly again. But if there is a bit of a gap between recording Newcastle play, uh, and I'd be interested to see how many matches they've won. Now, one thing that is always a constant in our podcast is the trivia section. <laughs> and so you're going to say Dowd's bad takes. Oh, Dowd's bad, <laughs> bad takes. shooting. They, they don't need to be spoken. Everyone can hear them. But here's the thing with the... Uh, the trivia section is going to be sort of thematically with today's recording as well. Now, okay. one of the players who has reco- um, made so many transfers in his career is Nicholas Anelka. And I'm going to give you one point per club that you can name that he's played for. Arsenal, Liverpool... He's played for Chelsea, oh, yeah. he's played thought, for West Brom, uh, whoa, whoa, he's played for PSG, was, but we haven't got it up. Okay, Ali has five points off the bat. There's still a few teams left in there. Bolton. Bolton's one, Dow's got one. Chelsea. I said Chelsea. I said, uh, how many teams left? Uh, Arsenal. Well, he said them, I was going to take them off. Or Real Madrid, I think, as well. The, the Chinese, yeah, Real, that's six points for... Chinese team, Guangzhou. Did you say Arsenal? Yeah, I said Arsenal. Yeah. If you need VAR, we can go back to the recording as well, just in case. You um, said Liverpool. Gong said Bolton. Yeah, Gongzhou. I think it's a Chinese team. You're on the right lines. Yeah, I call him There's the about Chinese team. Not gonna let's lie. see. One, two, three, four, five, six teams left. <laughs> six <laughs> teams left. Six teams. Unless one of them, unless one of them's already been said. Uh, rem- cap, uh, what was it? Monaco. I said West Brom as well. Just oh, West Brom. Know. Okay, so there's five left. Sorry, I didn't catch that. You said West Brom. He's Bro, you reeled them off too quick, man. I know, man. Sorry. Um, I, just couldn't let, I just couldn't let Bordeaux's could, not I there. just couldn't let Kodama just to get lose. in there I don't know No not to lose uh, Montpellier Obviously I'll hurry you guys up If you're struggling But there, I'll, t- I'll give you a clue Dalang Yifang um, There's one more club In the Premier League That nobody's named Middlesbrough Blackburn No, no I don't know Newcastle uh, I'm trying <laughs> <What>? Sunderland <laughs> I wish uh, it was uh, Newcastle. Trying to think what Man City Man City oh, That's the one At seven points well, I see, I'm drawing so many blanks you know, Man's, man's on fire today man Proper yeah. journeyman Yeah man You were right on the Chinese club But I getting the name Is going to be tough Yeah I can't remember I remember seeing him in, in a Chinese top Can anyone remember Who he played for in Italy He played for Juventus That's the one but yeah. I, st- I still don't have anything up, by the way. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. let you know. You've obviously uh, got a liking for the guy. <laughs> no, nah, actually, I don't. It's just uh, I'm just taking wild uh, guesses, and I know some of it. There's only was there MLS team in there. There's three left, uh, and these three. Yeah, didn't he play in New York? No, he didn't play in America. No, I thought he, I had a feeling he might have played in America okay. f- for some reason, but one of the clubs is Turkish. Pesiktas. No, nope. Galatasaray. Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce. Okay. That's another one for Dowd. So I've got zero points. Zero. One of the oh. well, we know one of them's a Chinese club. If anyone guesses, I, I might just give you guys that one. Uh, What's the other one? The other one is an Indian team. Oh, I'm not gonna get that. Mumbai. Mumbai. Was, that's that's the only thing I was thinking of. Only team is uh, Mumbai. Uh, uh, and then the Chinese. Let me get this one. I'll give you the second part of this team's name. It's Shenhua. Oh, Shanghai Shenhua. Shanghai Shenhua. There we go. My uh, guy. 
There we go. So, I, okay, I wouldn't have got that. I couldn't remember that. <laughs> obviously, Anelka played for so many clubs. And what we're going to talk about today, since we're in the January transfer window, is what the Premier League clubs, all 20 of them, you know, what areas they need to strengthen and just sort of give a recommendation of any player you think that might suit them in this uh, January window. Obviously, this window is notoriously difficult to buy players in. Even if you're the richest club in the world, like Newcastle, you're facing roadblocks to get the targets that, you, you know, you've identified. Uh, so the way that we'll do it is we'll start from the bottom of the league and work our way upwards just to sort of, uh, you know, give it some sort of structure. Uh, so the first team, who are bottom of the league pretty much just by virtue of the fact that they haven't played a game since like 1995, is Burnley. Uh, all their postponements. Kodama, that's a, a team that you've been tasked with, I believe? Yeah, I mean, Burnley have just lost their star striker, Chris Wood. So immediately you'd like to think that they'd, uh, to us by the way, you know, poach them. New money coming in, release close, what's that? We'll take him. Flexing. Obviously, he didn't do as much good on the weekend. Don't think he had a shot on target, did he? Don't think so. Uh, uh, the only shot on target was Maximan's goal. So. Yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. Did he even have a shot? Anyways. Damn. <laughs> uh, here's one out of the blue. I don't know if anyone's been watching Championship uh, highlights recently. I think recently. he's going to mention them. And, uh, I'm saying this because I genuinely think if they can get him in on loan and he can like play on, on a pay-by-play play, uh, play, yeah, pay basis, Andy Carroll... I was I thinking mean, that as well. They're not exactly a rich club, and you know they got Cornet in the you know preseason, but January is going to be a struggle to find uh, strikers. I think why not? You know I think they could probably survive with Daesh and the squad they have anyways. So I don't know if they need to splash out on a big striker now, and I can't see them attracting anyone. If Newcastle's struggling with all that money and their league position, Burnley's going to be even the only... more of a you know dicey prospect for most strikers. I would push back on that suggestion for the simple fact that we know that they've just got 25 million in their account because that's what Newcastle paid for Chris Wood. So we actually, like, Burnley's actually one of those teams you have a clear idea of how much they've got to spend in the window. Yeah, but Newcastle um, have struggled with a much larger budget and the same league position. Yeah, but, like, uh, the Burnley targets can be from a different pool. Like, the, the championship's actually a good shout. Um, but when you have 25 million, I just feel like uh, Andy Carroll with his injury record, the way he was in the Premier League with us. Yeah, but that, I feel like I, I under, can't see under Daesh, though, they have more of a like clear and concise way of playing for a big man up top. I mean, yeah, look how good true. Chris Wood's done. And obviously his injury record is the biggest uh, question mark. But I just I just looked at our situation and the fact that we have more money and we haven't, like, literally look at... The funny thing is, our situation is almost exactly the same. And who could we actually bring in as a striker? Burnley striker. So, like, hmm. who's Burnley going to be poaching strikers off of from, like... Unless they go, you, you know, Europe and, like, want to gamble that 25 million in the hopes of someone come come in, hit the ground running yeah. in January, like Papi Cisse, and keep them up for 25 million. Or, you know, just start thinking for the championship kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's not many strikers around that Burnley could target, really, is there? If like, they could pull off Mitrovic. Even though we know they've got 25 million. I've fought one, but I've left him to Brentford, so... No, sorry, I mean, you don't have to one. mention the name. Yeah, keep, keep an intrigue there, but... Yeah, I mean... I'll be honest, I, I do understand your logic behind it, but I, if a team has just come into 25 million and what they go for is this washed version of Andy Carroll, notwithstanding his... Un did you guys see his unbelievable yeah. two sell-out strikes, yeah. by the way? I yeah. think I'm kind of like influenced by that. I'm like, damn, this guy's got mad techers still, you know? Well, well, yeah. When he's on form, so, you know, you know, players go on form and, and you know, go through different... I just feel like I would like to see him one last time in the Prem under a competent manager. I know it's funny saying that for a team that's last, but, you know, Dyche is... Reputation, you know, precedes him really. Nah, Burnley can be in a very healthy position if they win a couple of their games in hand. Like it's, yeah, it's exactly. looking a bit dire for them. Like they, they need that striker, whoever it is, whoever they bring in. I don't, I don't know if they still have Sam Vokes actually. Let me just check their squad, because 
It's just it was Ashley Barnes, Wood, and Vokes, all these brute strikers that they had. Yeah. Right now, they're for now they don't have him anymore. Oh, Jay Rodriguez is in Mat- yeah, Matches Vidra. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. The players they have can still keep yeah. them up, I think. Under dice. Uh, uh, what's it called? Former up classes. Aaron Lennon is a striker. Flipping hell, you're screwed if, if that's all you're. I mean, buying. if Aaron Lennon I can mean, come back into the, the winger, Premier League, do it. Yeah. I think Andy Carroll. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be an interesting, uh, you know, acquisition that I'd like to see. And yeah. I think the only question mark, to be honest, is uh, his injury record. Because I feel like his that type of player in Dice's system, he's probably better than Chris Wood ever was, you know, in his prime at that kind of role. So. Oh yeah, there's no doubt that. Yeah. At, at their peaks, Andy Carroll's probably the better player. To so be why there. not take that gamble? And you know, if it doesn't work out, you're in the championship anyway. All so. Right. so Fair da- play. Dice, if you listen, put that bid in, bro. And another player that I was. Um, looking at is a you know maybe they can bolster their midfield options because I know Fofano's out with AFCON now and uh, not for uh, well I just spoiled who I was going to say but Cornet is out at AFCON now but uh, French midfielder Seco Fofana Lens I don't know if you guys have heard much about yeah, him yeah. yeah heard whispers of him but I'd be lying if I say a fast, yeah, fast guy yeah he's uh, you know classic centre mid um, having a class season really uh, Lens uh, he's got eight goals already this season uh, six goals uh, this season so he can you know, be a goal-scoring threat, be relatively cheap, and uh, I feel like he could add something to the midfield, which is not really one that uh, you know creates the most chances. Midfield, he scored eight goals. Is he like an actual centre mid? Six goals. Yeah, I mean six goals. And Lens are sixth in the table, by the way, pushing Europa League spot. So, but I'm sure Premier League money would be easily, you know, could easily Damn. persuade him over there. So I feel like that might be worth a punt. You I know, think Newcastle have been linked with him as well. I, I was just thinking, like, yeah, from for our midfield struggles. Feel like he should be a, a target for us, so yeah, I'll yeah. Sure. I'll dive into it because the next team we're going to talk about second from bottom Newcastle United. Now, obviously, we all know that this is the club with the biggest budget to play with in January, and it's already been active, bringing in Kieran Trippier, and uh, as was just mentioned, Chris Wood. Dowd, were you surprised that they were able to pull off the Trippier signing? Because I, I was a bit surprised. That I obviously, it all happened very quickly. The, the reports were strong from before the window even kicked in. I was very surprised going from um, a Champions League team with uh you know amazing uh facilities um to newcastle who are completely in a different vibe at the moment don't get me wrong the facilities are good and they get only going to get better but going from a vibe of very positive positive and uh high intensity emotion in terms of getting consistency out of your games and making sure wins are coming by and making sure your, your defense is solid then going into a team that isn't as solid in all those fronts yeah. and actually have a different vibe in the dressing room. Um, I, I, I I think it is a money reason, to be honest. Oh, well, no, I, I, Every I, I disagree with I, that. No, no. I, I think there's a bit of a coming back to England reason as well. Yeah. yeah. So th- there's that. But he could have chosen any club, I, I think suppose. Generally he wouldn't have been short of suitors. You Eng- know? Eng- well, yeah, this is the thing. English players generally um, I'd, um, always have short stints abroad and then come back uh, in, the, in the recent history, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that's David Beckham one. is the globetrotter who stays away apparently but I well, think with 100%. Trippier as well though I think he probably looked at his career at Atletico and thought I've kind of done it all now like as far as what realistically is possible for Atletico Madrid they probably should be pushing for a uh, you know retaining the title this season 
but doesn't look like it's going to happen. Simeone's made some. Maybe Simeone is just he works. No, no. Simeone did say that oh, he doesn't want to lose him, but he respected his desire to leave. That's that's yeah, maybe, was maybe he works and trippy too was hard. For it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I, there's some jobs you go into like oh, the, the pay is good. I mean, the yeah. the medal wear is good, but because the reason I bring this damn, up, this guy fucking works me. Yeah, because <laughs> the re- the reason I bring this up because I'm talking about Newcastle's targets is it's going to be interesting to see the mentality of the player who comes over. So, uh, I mean, the player so far has been absolutely class. I think. What? Which player? Trippier. Oh, Trippier. Yeah, he's been alright. I mean, his two performances were a nil-nil draw against Cambridge and a one-one draw against Watford. So he personally played well, but that I mean, yeah, he's been. He, he went to the fans and you know he's at least a bit vocal and interacts yeah. with the fans as well. I don't but know. I feel like he gets the vibe of what Newcastle fans want. Well, like think, one of the, one uh, of the people that doesn't, I feel like, because did you guys see the report about um, Donny Van de Beek? Obviously, uh, doesn't really play much for Man United, and this whole hashtag free Donny thing that one of the journalists yeah. is pushing it's a bit cringe but uh, one of the things he said was he doesn't want to join Newcastle because of the position that they're in so th- this was always my worry about targets uh, so I don't really blame Van der Beek or any player who's thinking you know why would I join Newcastle yes they're going to offer like triple my wages uh, yes you know the long term is probably going to be great for them but right now especially with the World Cup yeah right mm-hmm. so like one of the targets I'm thinking about which is actually rumoured in real life and it seems to be motion was Diego Carlos from Sevilla now, I don't know about you guys, but Sevilla's obviously been a, a top-class team in the last few seasons, and their their defence is a big reason. What uh, Ali, who do you think is the better player out of uh, Koundé and Diego Carlos from what you've seen? Because I, I think it's Koundé, to be honest. I'd agree with that. I think it's Koundé, yeah. but you need to remember who can Newcastle realistically yeah. get out. You're not going to get the, the best of the best yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And the fact that Diego Carlos apparently is handed in transfer requests in the last couple of hours, I feel like that's... That's interesting. So th- there is some sort of pulling power that Newcastle have here, isn't it? Regardless of how crap it is in the in the situation in the league. Yeah, of course. You know, well, money talks, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's it's a different experience coming to England. Imagine if Newcastle do stay up with Diego Carlos, Trippier, and Chris Wood. You know, they've you know they've cemented their name in yeah. Newcastle history already. They've kept them up, and they could build on it. They I could build on this amazing he project. He fancies himself as a bit of the uh, Vincent Company of the Saudi era of Newcastle United. I mean, you know. Tall, strong centre back coming in at the start of the. I mean, company did predate the takeover by a bit, yeah. By a bit, yeah. But you know, the similarities there. If he can become that like reliable centre back and see us win the league in, in five there's years, pro- why not? there's probably some agents talking to him in his ear saying, yeah. "Look, if you if you solidify this this year, we could probably get a better deal the year after." And you know yeah. what I mean, like. Yeah. Then you there's could... also the fact that I think he's not a national team regular anyway, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have as much to lose in a World Cup yet. Yeah, but I think. Like, other One thing is patently clear is that Newcastle needs some centre-backs. I think I would target two of them in the window. So, Botman was obviously... Uh, I'm saying names that have been ringed in, you know, in, in the actual news, which uh, the reason I'm saying that is because Newcastle are aggressively pursuing them as well. It's not just paper talk at the moment. Like, I've, I've never been in this position where Newcastle are actually making the bids. So, yes, they're not necessarily getting the players right now. But every day we come to, oh, you know, so if you push back on that bid, uh, Lille push back on that bid. So, they're actually trying. Yeah. Uh, I think in terms of a, another centre-back, Tarkovsky lads, we we mentioned him when the takeover first happened, when we did the Newcastle feature episode. But he's actually been pretty crap this season. But is it one of those where he just needs a change of environment? But then it, it just feels like Newcastle have become the richest club in the world to recruit. Just Burnley. To, yeah, buying Burnley. No, Trippier, Wood, yeah. and, yeah, and Eddie Howe managed Burnley in the past. We've already got Jeff Hendrick. Like what? <laughs> just relocate the team to Burnley. Apparently. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. Uh, I think it's just had Newcastle gone into this transfer window even seventeenth. The names, I don't think it would even get Chris Wood, to be honest. I yeah, genuinely don't. You can aim higher. Uh, li- literally, what other 
reason did we sign Wood other than we had no striker available? In, yeah, for uh, Watford. Yeah, exactly. We almost bought him for one like. It's like when you're doing DIY around the house and you need one tool that's like 50 quid and like, ah, oh, crap, and then you never need it ever again. Yeah, yeah don't, don't remind man. me of that crap. Like that's, <laughs> that's the only reason why I've got away with not doing half the stuff nah. in the house. But then there's just there, Chris, with a tool. No, nah, I just think <laughs> in two years' time, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not at the club. It depends. If we go down, you're going to need I mean, Chris Wood. Yeah, I, said this, I said this. He's a solid. He's scored 10 go- more goals for the last four seasons in the Premier League. That's a solid striker. Yeah, no, he's a you have in your ranks. For where we are. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I, I don't think two years. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that's, he's, ut- he's utility. No, yeah. I, I genuinely He's think a tool with utility. Now we'll see. We'll see. The the last position I'm going to recommend for Newcastle is another striker, to be honest. We've just talked about Wood you know, not being the perfect guy. Striker's a tough one, so... I had two names in mind. One of them, Liverpool probably won one of letting go, Divock Origi. Uh, I genuinely think that if he downgraded clubs, he'll be looking as a 10 goal a season type striker. He's he's pretty talented. Don't get me wrong, he's not perfect. He's he's had his brain fart and he's you know, there's a reason he doesn't get in ahead of like Diogo Diogo Jota and Salah and Firmino. He's not as good as them. But he's he's a quality impact player. I mean, Ali, you've you've seen him closely for the last few years. He would instantly be Newcastle's best available striker right now with Chris uh, with Wilson being injured. Oh, I totally agree with that. Look, yeah, you, you've mentioned it before. There was, there's some sort of meme status with uh, Origi, but he's called crucial goals. He turns up when he needs to as well. Um, since he's got six months remaining on his contract, you know, uh, yeah. Newcastle should put a 10 50, I think it's 10 just with Afcon and the lack of availability of it's money. It's not like he's Salah, injured as well. Oh, well, there you go. That's you another know, but, reason. Um, and the last... Yeah, there yeah. we go, really. Like Ma- I, there's nothing else I can add to Origi, really. He's, yeah. he's a quality player. You pay £10 million for him and you could probably just get him out of Anfield. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And the other striker I would try and buy, but it looks like Southampton are pursuing him because he's doing well on all of them, is, you know, the Chelsea striker, Broja or Broja? Yeah. yeah. Uh, every time I watch this guy, I'm really impressed. Like, <laughs> he, I feel like he's going to be another one of those academy uh, Chelsea academy like players where they don't bear the fruit of his, you know, excellence, but another team will. And mm. I would like that team to be Newcastle. I just feel like he looks really composed on the ball. Yeah, very technical. Yeah, and like one of those strikers who never rushes his finish. Like when he's in the box, he's not just lashing at it like uh, Dowd on FIFA, you know. That, 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 <laughs> that type of player. Oh man, Dowd's just getting roast in this episode, <laughs> man. Oh, bless him. Yeah. The worst thing is you guys miss as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like for me, th- those are the names I'll link with uh, Newcastle. Uh, who, who had Norwich? Uh, me. All right. So obviously... They're, they've picked up a win against Everton last time out. People think that this team is certain to go down, but their position in the table is probably healthier than Newcastle's, to be honest, as we speak. Yeah. Um, so I followed uh, uh, what Ali told me in terms of uh, like one in and one out. So I, I had a, ty- a, a player, obviously, that By is, is that possibly going to Newcastle as well, um, Todd Cantwell. Um, obviously, he's not been in favour. He's still not in favour with the new the new uh, coach. Um, I think his time's pretty much up. He's a solid player, and uh, I mean, I think if Newcastle do get him, it'll be a, it'll be a great addition. Uh, but in terms of someone to replace him, uh, Gakpo. Is that Serge Gakpo? Yeah. Who does he play for again? For uh, you know, is I looked it up and I was thinking he'd be sick. Uh, Cody Gakpo, sorry for PSV. Oh. Uh, he's scored six goals, ten assists. He's playing in, in the Netherlands. It's going to be a bit of a hard sell to get him to Norwich, but I feel like, and I, I think I want to quote this uh, German coach uh, from last year that I think it was Bayer Leverkusen's coach where he couldn't keep a hold of uh, oh, what's the player called again? The one who who, who he lost his player. Oh, I forgot his name now. Lost his player. But uh, Bayer Leverkusen's winger. 
the Jamaican. Oh, Leon oh, Bailey. Leon Bailey. Bailey. Leon yeah. Bailey. And he couldn't keep Leon Bailey at the club because there was a Premier League club um, bidding for him that weren't, in, um, you know, vying for the European uh, playoffs. Well, I think it was the European playoffs. Um, and uh, I think it's the same thing. Cody Gakpo, we'll see a Premier League club. We'll see a pay rise. Do you we'll, reckon he's we'll see a bigger stage to, to perform on. I think from top of the league, because that's where PSV are at the minute, they're top of the league. They don't want to lose. Norwich, I think that'll be a hard sell. Still. I don't think it will because uh, Wijnaldum when he won the league with PSV came straight to Newcastle, straight Newcastle. oh like, look how big the stadium there's is there's a difference yeah but come the, on, the there's, there's a bit of a difference there. come on like Newcastle and Norwich come on Let, let's be honest <laughs> not on the, according to the table there isn't but the, uh, come, come, I think, come on I Newcastle's think, easier to sell <laughs> no, Norwich think, let's be honest I think this yeah. is Sorry, why, Norwich, I just think that Premier League teams don't Premier League teams don't have any trouble getting talent out of their divisor like it's not 100% unless they play for Ajax that's like the only thing well, PSV, I mean, they're a pretty respectable club in... in uh, yeah, 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 well... Uh, they're going to be picked apart because they're having a good season and they've got some talent there, so... It's it's close, yeah, yeah. it's close this year, but um, I think with the Cantwell money, they could get him, no problem. Yeah, I, th- I think your outgoing is spot on. It does feel like Cantwell, the, the writing's on the wall a little bit there, there's some attitude issues and... Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange because the, the last time they were in the Premier League, he was sort of like the breath of fresh air for them. But it's just amazing how things can change. Well, that's the thing. It's been two years. As a Newcastle fan, I don't think I'd want to take the chance on Cantwell now. We need players that like have more. I mean, I you think Gakpo's sick for Newcastle. Newcastle need players to graft. I mean, that's it. yeah, I'm kind of listening to these targets, and I'm like, Newcastle should get these. Like, yeah, yeah. almost every name that's been he's mentioned. 20, so. He's 22 years <laughs> old. Um, he's solid. You know, solid winger. Uh, he's. The thing is, Newcastle don't really need wingers at the minute. Actually, that's not even what? true. Maxwell is like. Literally one match away from being out for the next couple of months, man. The guy gets hacked so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's no production from Almiron and the, the likes at the moment. So. <sighs> yeah. But let's not turn this to yeah. Yeah, Newcastle event thread. So next team up is a team that... The, uh, Watford, is that yours, Ali? No, that was mine. But oh, that was yours? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this team operates under the Podso network where it just seems like they cycle plays between Granada, Udinese... Yeah, and, uh, and themselves so who, who, who have you got for them <laughs> well Watford are a team that have already brought in quite a few yeah. players already um, KMB who looked uh, he was alright I think they their Kamara their left back he looked really, great yeah he looked great us. against us they've got uh, Samir as well on a free transfer uh, just already not like you know wrestling on the laurels January hit and they were ready to go I still think though their defence could use some shoring up so I think I don't really have I've only got one player on the list for them and that's uh, Nat Phillips. I think Nat Phillips from Liverpool is probably about that level, not gonna lie. And I think he could be a good addition to Watford. <laughs> the reason uh, we're chuckling a bit is because we always have a joke about Nat Phillips because uh, Ali likes to sort of no, like No, but I think Ballon d'Or nominee. Yeah, that well there you've heard it. <laughs> yeah. No, I genuinely think he could come into Watford and he would be their best centre back and he would help like elevate their defence like, you know, their level and alleviate their defensive goals. Uh, he, he'll get so exposed, man. Like, at the moment, he's not surrounded by Van Dijk and, and Trent Arnold he, and uh, He was never Robertson. surrounded by Van Dijk, let's be honest. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he, Bro, he's he's a clearance merchant, let's be honest. He can't do anything else other than head the ball. No, but I Yeah, think that's, that's what, good enough, though. That's what that's, Watford need. That's nah, Watford, Watford needs better than that. Actually, Newcastle need heading the ball because Jamal Lascelles is a fucking atrocious. I think that Phillips would be a good... <laughs> yeah, I'll take Phillips over Lascelles yeah, right now. <laughs> I genuinely think that Phillips would be a good addition for a Watford side. I don't know, man. I, I'm a Nat Phillips hater, I'll just say that now. I'm, I'm not a fan. So actually, yeah, Watford get him so that it'll be easy for us to stay up over them. But yeah, I mean, that's probably the only one like I can think of at the minute because they've already like showed up all the other positions as much as they can. Their attack is already decent enough. As many saw, um, you know, De- uh, Dennis as well. So yeah. you know, they'll be all right. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they stay up or yeah. Expense. And they, they just need anything other than Craig Cathcart in the lineup at this point to yeah, be honest. And maybe Ben <laughs> Foster, I think. No, Ben Foster's good, but like 
Don't he's like him. Bro. He's what, professional YouTuber, yeah. He's cycling too much. He does a good job for a keeper for a professional YouTuber. I oh, he's class. I think uh, I follow him on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Next Did club. Actually? Uh, yeah. I'm, next. I'm privy to a few podcasts. Next really? club <laughs> is a club in disarray. They just sold a top-class left-back because he fell out with a manager and they sacked that manager four days later. My hero. And he got rid of their sporting director. Well, not got rid of, but he wanted control and machinery was like, okay, Marcel Brands, you're out. Something about uh, overhauling the medical department as well. So, he, you know, he came in, took some power, took some terrible defeats, and now he's out. So what do you suggest for them, Doug? Everton Football Club. Oh, it's a mad one, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, they've got, I, I've always said they've got a sick team. I don't know. Like, I think their team is a lot better then I, I would say they're definitely a top seven team, hundred percent. On a on a good season, Ooh. they'll be. Oh no! Hard no, no. disagree. Ho- that's a hot. I don't know. That's not I don't a take I, there. I, I, top I, seven. Maybe two yeah. years ago when they were bringing no, all these fancy seven. names and. Top seven. Hundred percent. I, I, I think that's a top ten squad. We're just the like. names on the squad, man. What names? What names? Richarlison. Pickford. Don't get me wrong. Their first eleven is very competitive. Like first if eleven. First eleven in their. Uh, Wait, I say prime, but in their in their best signings. Do, do you just mean Townsend and freaking Demari uh, Gray? Demari Gray for three million combined or something. <clears throat> he was on a free transfer, bro. The way Demari Gray can play, if you get him on his day, and this is the thing, a good manager yeah, will get all the shit Demari out of Gray the player. Being like the first and name what, on the team no, no, sheet is not the, top ten. The, team, the sheer, the sheer talent eight. that they can use, though, they can, they can be any team. I feel. I don't know. That's I mean, with, me. With Dinia gone now, I just don't see a top seventeen. Uh, yeah, Adrian Coleman. Come on, man. Dinia is a big miss. I. I think they should get rid of some dead weight like Tosson. He obviously isn't anywhere. I don't even think you know. I thought you were about to say Tosson there for a second. Yeah, he's not. He's not gonna. I think he's just there because that guy's still there. Yeah. Um. Uh, but uh, I think a good uh, uh, person to come in, a good all rounder, um, is Taliso. Um. I, I think they could get him on loan. They could probably buy him outright. To be fair, and it's just um, one of those. Because Everton's purchases are always like uh, for for the pedigree of player that can play for any top club but isn't their starter. Do you know what I mean? I think they became that when they got Mashiri in and when they got Carlo in. Because like Hamas uh, J- Rodriguez wouldn't go there. No, it was, it was before there. that as well. Yeah, no, no, so I know he's got the pedigree of a top it was, team. It was Mashiri. It was that takeover that they had. Yeah, no, no, I got that. But, but what I'm saying is when Coleman was there, that's when all that kicked off. Yeah, and now they've been hamstrung by FFP a bit. That's why they couldn't back Rafa properly in the summer. Uh, so I don't know. Like to do so alone signing, it doesn't make sense. But the the other difficulty, I think, do they need him? That's a good name for them. By the way, but their midfield when it's fit, Alan Ducouré. How easy is yeah. it to recruit a player when you've just sacked a manager and you're doing the whole interim thing with Duncan Ferguson? There's not gonna like that's not an attractive situation for many incomings right now. Yeah, but also then I would then argue then just uh, use what players you've got. I don't even think they need to sign anybody. Then I'll be honest with you. I'd probably even still check out Tosson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Toliso is a good shout. I think in terms of, he, he would improve. Toliso is just an uh, extra. Um, you know, extra pair of legs, uh, fresh pair of legs. Nah, he's not to them. He would be with, their best with, player with Bayern. With their best oh, player, to, Bayern. to be fair, it to could Bayern. be. A, so I thought you were talking about Everton. It could be, be a, like a, no, a midfield from Bayern yeah, to Everton yeah, yeah, yeah. at full strength. The midfield three of Dukure, Toliso, and Alan sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I, I think um, they've been uh, getting a lot of their players by showing the, you know, that showcase of the new Everton Stadium. Yeah. You know, this is where you're going to be possibly playing, and then it keeps getting delayed. Exactly. I don't know if it's been, if it's still, is it still delayed or is it going to go ahead now? I think it's going to delay. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I thought but, about finally approved. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Out of all the stadiums, I think there was like a, a good amount of uh, coverage in the last couple of years of like Real Madrid getting a new stadium, ba- Barcelona trying to um, do it's, a new stadium. It's a new camp, isn't it? They're trying to expand a new camp. It, yeah, yeah, like all... all uh, sorry, yeah, I said new stadium. I mean like a new outfit right. for the stadium. Um, and Everton's was the best, but I thought I thought it looked the most sexiest. Okay, No, but I, d- I do agree with your breakdown on Everton there. So the next team... Definitely need some transfers, man. Injuries and COVID have hit them hard. They've got about like seven teenagers doing their GCSE homework on the bench in the last match. Yeah, that's Leeds United. Who's got them? Yeah, I've got them. Uh, thing is, though, it's like an Everton situation where how many signings should you make when you've got injuries? You mm. know what I mean? Like you're waiting for your best players to come back. Not really, just go out and buy you know as many as you can to fill in the gaps. Like it's not really the best. But you can still upgrade on that first eleven in the, in the market. Anyway. You can. Um, they've already signed this uh, wonder kid from Espanol, uh, Mateo Fernandez. I honestly don't know anything about him. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Interesting. But, like so, uh, you know, good thing. Heard good things about him. Whether he plays it with the first team this year remains to be seen. But you know, with Bielsa, you never know if you if you're good enough. If you're uh, yeah, if you're good. Was it if you're good enough you can play? Doesn't matter how young you are. It's like it's if you're good enough you're old enough. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's a lot simpler than what you. It saying. was a lot simpler, but I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Anyways, anyways, butchered idioms aside, um, I feel like if they're going down that Spanish recruitment route, one player that I would think would be unreal in Bielsa's system is Jeremy Pino from Villarreal. I think that would be an insane bit of business. Winger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. The guy is like one of the like best young Spanish players right now in my opinion from what I've seen of him like in the few games I've seen this year um, you know he's a crucial player for Villarreal maybe not having his best season but he's uh, he's doing well he's got two goals so far this season for a winger that plays in a predominantly defensive team I think uh, yeah I think it'd be a good addition for Leeds and to be honest uh, maybe another midfielder um Maybe even Fofana, like similar to Burnley. Yeah, I think with like Leeds, that. though, they, it seems like their best players are wingers right now. Uh, like uh, Jack Harrison, Rafinha. Yeah. They're, they're getting a lot of production from wide. Maybe they need... Because uh, Bam- Bamford got injured, right? He's not been in the side for yeah, ages. And Rodrigo's apparently wanting yeah, to... Yeah, I think they need a striker more than anything, Leeds, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd say they need a striker. Mm, fair enough. We can offer them one Dwight Gill on discount <laughs> if, they, if they want. Just take him. We'll, Newcastle players will take him, that's it. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, I definitely see where you're coming from with that one. Uh, Jeremy Pino, any any club that get him yeah. will be said with a great player there. Um, next team, uh, one of their strongest links recently, and Ali was annoyed to see this because he had this on his shortlist, was Christian Eriksen, and that's Brentford. So are you still going to include him, or do you have Christian Eriksen alternatives? Sky USOB. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I've, uh, I thought of a last-minute uh, replacement for Eriksen. Uh, obviously, that get is most likely to go to Brentford because obviously it's London based. Danish London connection before. as well. J- yep, yeah, there we go, and it's going to be like, what initial six month loan or something, yeah. free transfer. So I was thinking, okay, what could Br- Brentford do on a, another free transfer with some experience to support Ivan Tony because he's only got like four or five goals this season. Mm. He has he hasn't been doing it like he was in the championship. Uh, Jermaine Defoe. Oh. Jermaine Defoe. It's, it's, a hot, it's a hot take. Wasn't he linked with Sunderland recently? I don't know if he's linked he with Isn't he collecting his pension next week, bro? He, he, <laughs> he's on his way out, man. <laughs> no, no, but but, nah, but the fair. reason the reason why uh, Brentford should How bring him... How old is he, by the way? I yeah, think he's like 38, 39. Wow, yeah. I, I no, think but, that's a bad call. No, 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 no. no, let, no let, guess fair, why. If we can suggest Andy Carroll, we can suggest Jermaine Defoe. Come on. Bro, did you see Andy Carroll's goals? I don't think Defoe can kick the ball that far anymore. <laughs> no, but but why why Defoe would be such a good match for Brentford is free transfer, first of all. And secondly, he'll bring some experience which Ivan Tony might be lacking. It would seem so like 
Yeah. I know. Yeah, it'll, it'll, in different, terms of a mentorship no, no. type thing yeah. to Tony, I think that'd be pretty cool. Even that, though they're very that, different type of strikers. Brentford, like, go no, for that, but, yeah. but he has experience in the Premier League. He's scored over 100 league goals in the Premier League. That experience could help yeah. him. But don't Brentford go for like a very unique yeah, uh, they do. recruitment style? Yeah, yeah, they do. Like, but I yeah, they're a hipster club with the analytics yeah. and everything. Like Moneyball style. Yeah. yeah. No, they are. But I thought, okay, let's get a crazy hot take. Let's see why yeah. one thinks Jermaine Defoe. I, I don't mind. I mean, I it's a crazy one. Yeah. But to be honest, again, it weakens uh, competition around Newcastle. So I say go for it. Offer him 200k <laughs> a week for Olaka, to be honest. I don't think Brentford will be offering them that, though, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, next team on the list. Uh, unless did you have any other suggestions that or? man it's hard for Brentford because because how specifically I was in the transfer market yeah so. I think that you you've nailed it though in terms of Christian Eriksen it's a home run for them uh, obviously bit of apprehension around how he's going to look after that time out in football but I, you know I wish him the best class player and you know it'd be nice to see him playing regular football again yeah not it really yeah next team on the list for, is Aston Villa now they've probably been one of the most impressive you know in the transfer market I mean they took advantage of the Dania Rafa follow by getting him in and they've taken advantage of the fact that Coutinho has been looking for a home for ages with a Steven Gerrard connection there. And apparently, I saw today, I didn't have this in my suggestions, but apparently Steven Gerrard's trying to get Luis Suarez in there as well. <laughs> I, know, I saw that. Like, I saw what, that. What's he doing? Like a, a 2015-16 Liverpool reunion at 13-14, uh, get it right. Yeah, well, well, they were still there in 15-16. <laughs> But the actually, no Suarez was Suarez gone. gone. Yeah, he's so far then. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Suarez is gone by then. I mean, he, he might be gone season, as a right? as a top two level seasons. athlete at this point hmm? as well. They only have two seasons, two, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, three. Well, two and a half seasons. But I think yeah. th- that that's an interesting shout because obviously they've got Danny Ings and uh, Watkins. So I didn't even consider their strikers. The, the position that I had for them is actually in centre mid because I know that they've got Jacob Ramsey and he, he's looking like a great prospect to be honest. And I'm sure he's going to go strength and strength. But other than that, I, I'm not really that impressed by the the Villa midfield. I feel like McGinn has an expiry date. He's he's like. Tenacious. I like John McGinn. He's all right. He's, he's tenacious, but I don't think he's like your long-term solution in Premier League. Well, he's now, just been linked with Manchester United. McGinn. Well, I hope we don't. <laughs> yeah, by, by yeah. yeah, I thought <laughs> that. Oh man, I thought it's no, more than actually. So McGinn. the the name that I've got for Villa is actually someone who's right in his prime, and it's going to be very difficult to get him. But they seem ambitious, and I'm pretty sure there was links to him in the summer. James Ward Prowse. Wow. Yeah, like if Villa really to want to, if if Villa really want to break into that, like oh, we want to be like West Ham, trying to challenge for the Champions League, trying to you know be in the Europa League, he will take them a long way, man. Ward Prowse will fix your set piece situations. He'll he'll bring so much leadership. He's a, he's an England I feel international. Like he, yeah, like, he's improved so much yeah. this season, especially. Yeah, it'll be difficult to prize him away from Southampton, though. He does feel like a one club man in the making. Yeah, exactly. Like I would but, hate to see that. How rare yeah. is it to see a one club player these days? Even yeah. even Messi's not a one club player, man. It's it's. Yeah. It's uh, it's rare, man. It's special. You want to see it? Hundred percent. But yeah, that's that's my shout for Aston Villa, to be honest, because they, I, I'm very impressed with their transfer activity. You, I think Gerald's going to take them. Uh, we, we did say, uh, do you remember when Gerald was appointed? And I think some of us had doubts about him. Some of us said, "Oh, he will take them all the way." I actually can't <laughs> remember who had which take, but it's looking like whoever's doubting him, he's shutting them up at the moment. I, so I think yeah. <laughs> no, I, I backed him. Really. I backed him. I backed him. Yeah. I said it. I said in a previous podcast the way he's. He's been doing wonders with Rangers, how he's been playing two number 10s. He's trying to bring something similar to Aston yeah. Villa. And, you know, obviously results haven't been going his way, but it's going to take time. I think the continuum move is a great one, to be honest. I think he's going to revitalise his Stevie frame. G, pull, yeah. uh, pull factor. Hot take right now. I think uh, Newcastle would be doing a lot better with Steven Gerrard in charge. Yeah. Hot like, take. Uh, I would like to see that, but, you know, things happen and, and that's but not unfortunately, happening. Yeah, yeah, but you also happens. said that Chelsea was going to win the league this season and, yeah. I'm not always right, come on. Bro, nobody can beat Man City anymore. Well, that was your last hot take, I remember. Uh, My hot take was John Joe Shelby winning goal of the season and uh, 
He at least he scored a goal in the yeah. season. So <laughs> w- w- you're halfway there. <laughs> but here's the next team, and that is the guy I just talked about's clubs, uh, Ward Prowse. So we're talking about Southampton. Who who should they be? I, I had Southampton. Um, I was looking at this. Okay, who would fit Sa- Southampton's system? Who would go to Southampton? Who can they get? And in the past, they used to go for Celtic players. Right, you look at uh, Van Dijk, you look at Fraser Foster. I think we would have brought a couple of more in the past. Stuart Armstrong was Celtic, right? Was he? Yes, he was. That's yeah. another one. Right, who I was thinking right now, Ryan Kent. Get him out of Rangers. Ryan Kent? I thought you were swearing at him there. No. <laughs> He's an absolute I, I could swear a doubt as well. But yeah, you know. but <laughs> I, they should have got him a couple of seasons ago. No, he's, he's young. He, he has he has, he has time to improve. He presses high up in the pitch. Uh, yeah, you know he, he's got he's, a lot of good stuff going for him. Yeah, he's he's played at a European level before. He's played in Europa League many times. And is he better than Nathan Redmond? Depends who you ask. Hot Pen- take, yeah. Hot yeah. take. I, I don't. I, I don't think, think Nathan Redmond nah. is special. I by think them. he's got no. I think. Nah, Red, I think, Red, I think uh, Nathan Redmond is special. He just doesn't try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Nathan Redmond has zero. I'm just being pep right now. Between you, the you two, know Spirit of Santos' son. That's that's what Nathan Redmond yeah. is. My guy. Between the two, though, in all yeah. seriousness, Redmond's got the pace. But apart from that, I think well, when Kent, it comes, Kent's got good pace. No, but if you had to pick one of uh Redmond's got the pace. I'd say dribbling ability. Vision, Kent, what? Uh, even scoring. Redmond's really good at dribbling. Kent is quite productive, isn't he? He's yeah, very productive in, uh, for Rangers. You know, so if you if you go from Gerard Hassan, who's been a lot, who's a lot more experienced coach, and you know he's a bit more, I'd say, tactical in Gerard right now. He mm. can improve a lot. Yeah, man. I think that's a, that's a good shout to be honest. Southampton need something different. Uh, I think they they need a bit of a shakeup. They've had like a, a, the same looking team for a while. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think they could do with that. And uh, yeah, I think. One of the better suggestions so far, to be honest. Next team. Now, they kind of fixed themselves up in the summer. You know, bringing in Vieira, bringing in Elise. They've already got Abireche Eze. And uh, Gallagher's been a revelation with them. I, th- I think he's pretty much making a case to play for Chelsea next season. But who- who's got Crystal Palace and telling I've us? Got pa- well, I messed this all up really badly because it went alph- alphabetically, didn't I? No, it doesn't okay. matter. Yeah. Uh, well, I did mention... Well, you mentioned Jacob Ramsey at Aston Villa. I'd say for the experience bringing Aaron Ramsey on a loan... Ooh. I think I think that that would help uh, Gallagher. Ramsey. Yeah, that help Gallagher, and I think that would solidify Palace. Definitely not getting relegated. Obviously, I don't think they will, but you know, it's solidified. Oh, they're, they're, they're absolutely fine, man. Yeah. Palace. Plus, yeah. Uh, Ramsey will be back in London. I mean, he's a Cardiff boy, so but I get what you're saying. Yeah, he was at Arsenal for ages. I think with Ramsey, though, like I think he's finished. Two que- yeah, two questions. One is, is he good enough anymore? Two, is he fit enough anymore? Like he's just yeah, it feels I, like he's on the way out. I, I I get you when it comes to the injuries, but I think he's still good enough. Whether um he's in hospital or not, that's something else. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, a club like Palace is a comfort zone club for players like that. So he's going to Palace, and he's not going to be under any pressure to like oh lift him up. It's just going to be, be a nice. I just don't see Palace going for it. I think they don't look at him to be honest. It doesn't seem a realistic transfer, but I like the idea of it to be honest. Well, yeah. well, if if Coutinho can go at Aston Villa, why can't Ramsey go Palace? And I think I just know, think Coutinho saying, has a lot more left in the tank than Ramsey. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying why can't uh, Palace get Ramsey if Villa can get Coutinho? No, no, I'm not saying. they can't get him. No, 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 I'm not saying they can't yeah. get him. I'm saying they won't want to get him. I'm I don't s- know. They're focusing on a lot younger, a lot more. No, you no, know, no, I get that, that but e- experience here and there can help. I just feel like the football that they play, Ramsey just doesn't really strike me as the high press. Mm. And he's technical, yeah, but how much running is he going to do? Look at how much running Palace are doing now. Like, Conor yeah. Gallagher is tearing it up. Does he, would he come in and replace Gallagher in that role? Probably not. 
maybe uh, Milivojevic, I guess, he could play that role, but very not really. Nah, he's not going to do player. that. He's yeah, not going to do some, that. Yeah. He's not a whole midfielder, right. to be honest. No. But I, I think it was all, all right, child, if Chris Palace didn't want to spend money. I think Palace, yeah, needs, yeah, Palace is another team that needs a new striker, I think. like uh, Obviously, they've got Edward, but... Uh, in Ayu oh, and Benteke. I just thought one for yeah. Bernie Benteke. Benteke. Well, it, apparently it's rumoured, yeah. Is it? Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that, but yeah. There you go. I want to see Ander Carroll back. Next let, me, club. let me have my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Next club is obviously a team that's had loads of success in recent years, but a little bit of a down season for them. It's Leicester City, and that's that's my team. The one position I feel like they've struggled with the most lately is, is centre-back. Like they, seem, they concede loads of set pieces. They've... You know, th- when Evans and Soyuncu were sort of t- together consistently, that looked like a nice partnership developing, but it just seems to have broken apart lately. Uh, Evans is getting injured quite a lot. Soyuncu's become a lot more mistake-prone uh, in the last sort of 12 months. So I've got two suggestions, and you guys are probably going to say to me, it's probably very difficult for Leicester to get them, but for the type of club that they're trying to be, Champions League, you know, regulars and things. One is Fikayo Tomori. You got, you know, Dowd oh. hinted at it earlier, saying that when English players go abroad, they don't tend to stay there long. Now, I know that tomorrow he's literally just sort of set his feet in Milan, so it, may, it might be a bit of a stretch for, for January. But they should target him, in my opinion, long term, like whether that's the summer or, or now. The other player. Well, uh, oh, when Fafana comes back, though. Fafana, yeah, Fafana coming back. Uh, then that type of injury, you, you're going to need your time to get back, you know, get your sort of form back. Yeah. The other player yeah. I was thinking about is someone, I don't know if Liverpool are like finding him expendable at the moment or whether he's just like he needs to be there for backup, but it's Joe Gomez. I feel like Joe Gomez that's, would be that's great. Been seen, uh, yeah. That's been linked around quite a while because Rodgers had Gomez at Liverpool as well. He yeah. had him for three million. Pounds. I feel like Joe Gomez at Leicester would be quite an, uh, a fun thing to watch. To be honest, like he he'll slot into that. Uh, I'm know, surprised I haven't heard a run from Dowd yet about Joe Gomez. Oh, he does like centre back in the world. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't seen much wrong from him recently. It's because yeah. you yeah. barely see him. He does not play much like it's, anymore. It's, yeah, it's not why. that. It's you got. You got Matip, you know, just you know, casually, uh, casually yeah. just dri- drives through midfield and dribbles past everyone, like he thinks he's messy and just like thumbs up a shot. You got <laughs> Van Dyke being very complacent, but he's on his game here and there, majority of the time, I'd say. Yeah. You got Konate, who's just an absolute beast, just like pushes players like Fred around for fun, <laughs> class. Yeah. Why yeah. do you need Joe Gomez? I would have loved to get to have gotten uh, Konate, man. If the takeover came like a year ago, I would have snapped him and Upumakano up, man. But yeah. That didn't happen. Okay, so we've just gone through the bottom 10 teams in the league there. Obviously, the, the upper end of the table is where it tends to pique most people's interest to see who you know, who should sign who. And we'll, we'll cover that in a little bit more detail in the next recording. So we'll make this a, a two-parter, lads. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. It's been fun to sort of uh, talk football again with you guys. It's been a long time, always enjoyable. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank Adios. You. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok by searching the handle 343football, that's F-U-T-B-O-L, and on Instagram by searching 343football podcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Stitcher and all other major podcast networks.